0: old draggy draggy mcdragon
1: draggy mcdragon you just coined another children's book character
0: get on <laughs> it uh yeah no problem i'm generating projects like nobody's business left and right
1: that's what happens when you stay home alone for a couple days
0: <laughs> hey that's Rob. my birthday hey, jersey home alone
1: what? <laughs> yeah keep the Not, change of filthy animal
0: exactly it's uh you know why 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 did not the darn um you know why didn't the kid just you know do something productive make some art <laughs>
1: <laughs> well it was performance art it was performance art in the torture of two oh, bungling crooks and uh, reuniting an old man with his family oh okay um,
0: good point good point
1: i got a question for you based on something we were talking about before we started recording hmm have you ever been hooked on a bad file structure? Meaning, you start out with a bad file structure, and every time you encounter it, you're like, oh, I gotta fix that. I gotta fix that file structure where I put all this stuff is in all the wrong places. But you never have time to sit and sort through it, and so it just stays there forever. And you just you just have to live with this bad file structure for the rest of your life because you are currently you're always running on empty
0: when it comes to bandwidth. <laughs> Oh man. So why you ask such a loaded question. No, I it um yeah, <laughs> it's it depends on the project because I mean to me when I have a lot of friction in a project that I visit frequently or I put a significant amount of time in and so if it's a um there's a there's a likely negative outcome for me to ignore this problem where i'm like oh if i ignore this i'm literally going to to lose a bunch of time being productive on this then yeah i fix it it's no big deal if it's if it's a if it's a project that has enough of my attention if it's a project that doesn't um yeah that's those those uh those store those thorns stick around
1: what if it's something this is what I run into, is it's something I visit often, but not often enough. And whenever I visit, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's a bad place to put that. But then my second fear is if I fix it, then I am have to go through a whole nother cycle of learning the new place where I put it. And maybe the new place is more logical.
0: Hmm.
1: But this, but I don't want to add that extra friction point of having to remember where the new thing is. <laughs>
0: yeah okay i mean so it's that sounds like you you did try that at some point and it worked out poorly
1: well it just it just made me go like w- 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 why isn't it there oh that's right i put it where Where did i put it oh okay that's the logical place but it oh there it is you know it's like that extra four seconds of figuring that figuring out what i did before um
0: hmm i
1: let's see it, or or do you have like sort of like a canonical sort of like file structure for projects? Like yeah. I could throw any project at you and like oh well here's like the the the, the standard.
0: Okay, do it. Name a project. Do it. Throw it one.
1: All right, all right. Um, eight page mini comic. Eight page mini comic come. about dragons. About dragging Draggy the dragon.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, I would end up putting that in a. I've, what's funny is they, the projects that I'm expecting to engage in trade in I've been um labeling them gig space hyphen space name of the project okay the projects that I've been and that I've been expect that I've been like um uh studying I call it study space hyphen space right and then yeah so I've got a couple of modes or expectations that I have for projects that when they get a folder, if they're a folder, for, folderable project, uh, and they graduate out of an inbox, then then it gets one of those sort of uh, designations and uh, and a folder.
1: So your is it your intent that that labels the folder? Mostly, yeah. Interesting. That is not how I do it. So things uh, could
0: graduate out of that intent and become something different, but then it would become like a. So something maybe I'm studying something that becomes like well now a project emerged from this so then I would do like a right now I call call my projects their uh, their gigs because they are a part of my uh, portfolio of professional commitments.
1: Hmm. Mine are just uh, based on the kind of project it is, not based on my intent of it. So I have like a folder called comics. And in that comics mm. folder are all ongoing comics projects. So, like, the Captain Seriously comics are in there. That's a mm. gig. Uh, Roboforce is in there. That's a gig. Mm-hmm. You know, Boulder and Fleet is in, is in there. Is that a gig? Well, I guess kind of it is now, right? mm mm-hmm. um, But, like, they're all different commitments to different people, but it's just, like, they're, they're all just comic projects. And then there's a podcasting folder where here's all the assets that we use for things like Lean Into Art and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go. Oh, and then I've got a teaching folder. This is where I keep all my lesson plans, my handouts, my slides, my decks, things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't have them based on intent. I have them based on what type of product they are.
0: <laughs> okay. Do you do you run into having a hard time trying to find the stuff that you're working on? Yes. all the time
1: (laughs) i mean but on the one hand it's like it's like okay well there's just the magnifying glass on the mac hit the magnifying glass type a few letters and i'm going to find the thing right Mm -hmm. that that kind of mitigates that a little bit but it's just like i think about little things like for instance um with boulder and fleet there's three instances of each page that have to exist there's my 2400 pixel wide sort of master jpeg like, this is the high res JPEG, which is just a flattened version of my final page that I keep for, you know, turning into whatever I want to turn it into afterwards. Hmm. Then there's a, a 1024 pixel wide version that's optimized for Instagram because Instagram doesn't like big, big images and it compresses them really funny sometimes. Then there's the version for Tapastic where Tapastic wants it in 940 pixels wide for whatever reason. Uh, don't try putting anything bigger than that. So now I've got three folders. I've got a Boulder and Fleet JPEGs folder. I've got a Boulder and Fleet Instagram Ready folder. I've got a Boulder and Fleet Tapastic folder, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Early on, I have the Tapastic folder in a webcomic subfolder and the Boulder and Fleet and Instagram Ready folder in a a for-sharing folder, and I never sorted them back. I never said, like, well, wait a minute. All three of these are for-sharing. They should all just be in the for-sharing folder. But (laughs) I know if I switch that there's gonna be this little spin up to figuring out where to put those tapastic jpegs right
0: mm. w- okay one option that I've used is uh, you have heard of uh, symbolic links right or no. shortcuts in in uh, in the windows world well oh, you, yeah you yeah. can yeah so you can copy a folder but you could also like put sort of a link to a folder in the file system or a link those, to a those file. Those were
1: called aliases in the old days, right?
0: Uh, y- or is
1: it different than that?
0: I think that might be the Mac term for it is an yeah. alias. But like a Linux term for that is called it's called a symbolic link. Okay. And uh, what it means is that uh, a link to that file in the file system exists in one folder, but yet the actual file exists in a separate folder. Or the folder exists in a separate folder, right? Right. So all of a sudden, you can have sort of these uh, collections of um, links or something. Or like a, maybe it's a breadcrumb trail for you where you're like, well, I moved this stuff, but I'm going to leave a note to myself uh, that I moved my shoes, right? My, right. Shoes, my shoes don't go here anymore. Uh, <laughs> right. they're, yeah, they're in the other closet, whatever. And there you go. Like that's an option I've I've tried.
1: Yeah, I thought you were going to pull coolie out on me, saying, like, why the heck are you processing these JPEGs individually anyway? Why isn't it that when you hit save on the the Clip Studio paint file that these are now automatically generated into three discrete JPEGs every time?
0: So I don't like to just drop a, you should automate that, bro, uh, you know, out of nowhere, <laughs> and and uh, in, in a way that's sort of... Um, <laughs> You know, you're uh, wasting all
1: that knuckle space. You could have like th- that tattooed across both hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. I have zero knuckle tattoos right now. <laughs> it's just the canvas, just screaming for for a preachy
1: expression like that.
0: <laughs> okay, so ah, uh, okay. What have you have you ever automated? Any of no, those kinds no, of things? No, I haven't
1: done it. I, I've got Automator on my Mac. I haven't looked into what you could use on a PC. Because like, now that I think about it, that would be ideal. Like, every time, whatever instance the page is in, the moment I open that Clip Studio Paint file and then save it, it should be it should automatically generate three instances like that. That would be the ideal, right? So then I never have to think about it.
0: Uh, let's see. Are you so, doing research? <laughs> Sorry, no, like Rob. okay, so no 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 no. There's a tool that I used to use in the Windows world. I just want to make sure it's still around before I endorse it. Um I do believe Sacouli is cross-platform, but setting that one aside, there's another one called uh auto hotkey. And that one is like automator but m- a little more. Um hmm. auto hotkey. And yeah, that's that's where there's there's some really serious um automation capabilities that you can, uh, you can take care of in that. Um, one thing being, um, you can say, okay, move my window to, um, coordinates, you know, X zero, Y zero. Now resize my window to be, you know, 1024 by 768. Now make sure that the, um, um, actions palette is open. Now scroll that, scroll down into, you know, and then, then, um, yeah, and so like you can essentially automate and then then click on the thing at, at coordinate, whatever, whatever. And in fact, you could actually record all those actions and then edit the script that comes out. Where if the script isn't robust, like repeatable and stuff, like that's one of the things about auto hotkeys. You can sort of say, watch me do this thing and now do it again. And I, I really I really missed that when I switched to Mac. Um Yep. So, okay. Is this
1: something that I would have to have running in the background while I'm doing it? Well, I mean, it would have to be running in the background, but I mean, would it be like an app I'd have to launch in order to?
0: Yeah, so how do you invoke the AutoHotKey sort of programs? I think they're sort of, um, how did that work? Yeah, I think it had it running in the background all the time. And then like, I don't know how it works nowadays. Like I literally, I switched over to Mac in 2007. Yeah, yeah, and it was um, I did have one of the original. I had the original Mac actually, in 1984, <laughs> nice. uh, or 85, right? Somewhere in there, right? Let me think. So it could have been like like yeah, near the end of 85, whatever. Anyway, original Mac, and um, enjoyed it, used it a lot, and uh, didn't really, right? Didn't get back into Mac for quite some time. Um, but there are plenty of automation options on the Mac, but I, I really did miss like a lot of the conveniences of auto Hotkey. back in the day when I switched over, there was like a global script. So it's kind of like you had like your, um, uh, I'm going to give some, some key shortcuts into, into this global, like it's always running in the background script, but then I might activate other ones based on what I, you know, keyboard shortcuts. So maybe my export a bunch of things from Manga Studio script for uh, Boulder and Fleet is like, you know, whatever, Control-Shift. Um, I don't know. Let's see. I'm trying to look at a Windows keyboard. Uh, don't... <laughs> yeah, so whatever. You're like Control-Alt-Shift-B. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. For Boulder and Fleet, right? Right. And uh that one could then run this other script. But like it it's like this hotkey that that activates that is registered in the global script that's always in the background and ready to go. So hmm. But it's been a while. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'll have to look at it. I mean, yeah, that makes I mean even if I did it now I'm just like nobody needs to hear me sort of brainstorm my own solution to this problem, but yes. That sounds like a good place to start. Uh, mm, so it's shout out your th-
0: podcast material. Huh? It's, like, it's shout out the radio material, or, or you know, like a, come on, <laughs> it
1: totally do is. it this way. It totally is. And it was not calculated. That was me just trying to start off with a philosophical prompt. <laughs> it turns into like yeah. Whenever I talk about like I, I can't figure out how to fix this problem. But that I know there's somebody, and I, I'm talking to you right now who's going like Jersey, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> good I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) We're all learning.
1: (laughs) But I, yeah, I haven't been in the Windows world since 2001. Mm. Um. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So so like I when I got the Surface, what like a year or so ago? Hmm. A little bit more than that, wasn't it? Um, that was my return to the Windows world. So. Yeah, the last one I used was Windows NT. Windows 2000 NT server? What was that called? No. <laughs> I don't remember now. It was it's Windows all, 2000 something.
0: Those are yeah. Those are words that all relate to Windows.
1: Yes. <laughs> it was it was not it was not XP and it was not Windows ME. It was some somewhere in between. So you those.
0: had you had essentially sort of the um the more robust version. It's probably Windows 2000.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was fun. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a stopping point. I, <laughs> don't know. I didn't make face. I didn't make the face. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun. The, all the, the the verbal cues, the nonverbal cues, it's, uh, <laughs> y- y- who knows? W- things might stop yeah, anytime. <sighs> but, uh,
1: could stop. No, but it won't. Could stop. Suck. Hey, um, <laughs> So you dropped a new Polytechnic cast, with which if somebody's listening to this, they know that because you dropped it in the Lean Into Art, Lean Into Art Patreon mm-hmm. feed. I did, yeah. Um, you're going to be at A2Caf.
0: I am, yeah. And uh, super excited about that. Going to be tabling, going to be um, uh, putting on a workshop. And I don't know. What have we talked about? About any of that? Um, yeah, excited to go to the um, the the event that's before A2Caf. Uh incubate. So incubate. Yeah, A two incubate, yeah. It's it's um yeah, it's it's a really fun um fun time of the year where like all I I don't know, like the the A two the incubating this, the experiences that happened before A two calf I'm um I've learned a lot from as much as A two calf, right? And uh or, or Kids Read Comics as it was in the previous was, years. Yeah. yeah
1: uh yeah it's it's just it seems like there's it seems like there's more stuff than ever before this year with with the art show and the opening exhibition the night before too right so it's like Mm -hmm. before it always felt like uh the pre-conference really kind of ran till six and then it was just like let's just hang out and eat and draw you know but mm-hmm. now that like it's like the opening reception for an art show, it feels like the event still keeps going like until nine o'clock at night. So it's literally mm-hmm. gonna go from like nine thirty in the morning till nine at night, twelve hour day. hmm And then come back tomorrow, you know? Oh my gosh. It's gonna be intense, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a super, super good time. Um, and I've been trying to do my due diligence and remind people about the name change too. That's another reason I bring it up. It's like it was kids read comics, it's now a two calf. Um, just because, you know, it's, you can't, you can't count on everybody getting the message when you only say it once, right?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it takes a while for something to, to like take hold and be memorable and then be repeatable and all that. And then, then if, you know, sometimes things change, you know, like, uh, what's, uh, so a lot of big brands have changed over the years, right? Uh, not that Coke new coke (laughs) coke got called new coke for a while (laughs) and uh yeah then then there's let's see (laughs) microsoft has always been product name challenged a bit and uh pretty verbose but not that i can point fingers (laughs) um (laughs) um what Apple <laughs> that's funny. Apple used to be Apple Computer Inc. hmm I don't know. There's uh the the brand's changed and and oh, you gotta oh, remind people re- about the that.
1: The one I remember most vividly and I and I I hear it every time I... I 'cause I've been you've probably seen I've been doing like tweets like every couple of days saying like this is your friendly reminder, kids read comics, is now called a two calf. Yeah. Um when I first moved to Arizona in like nineteen ninety nine uh the the telephone carrier in uh phoenix was uh us west oh and like right after i moved there they changed their name to quest and so every time like, like on tv every time you use the phone like or if you called the, the phone company for any reason us west is now quest You heard that for like a whole year you know because hmm. they were really trying to make you understand the branding change um so i feel like that <laughs> right
0: but how could we that. make it rhyme honestly they had such an advantage.
1: U.S. West is a quest.
0: U.S. West is now a quest. Uh, really? Kids read comics. <laughs> 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 there's, there's the challenge for the leaders.
1: Help us make a limerick out of this. Um, and then if, if any of you happen to be uh, uh, of the feminine persuasion with a really pleasant voice. Because that was the other thing. It was like a lady's voice. Like, U.S. West is now quest. Like, Mm -hmm. there's nothing to be threatened by or uh, angry about. This is a very pleasant, patient voice reminding you of the branding change.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Nobody knows when we stop, including us.